Hi everyone, Pippin here again just to say that if you're listening to this episode the week of release, there's still time to send in your questions for our bonus episode releasing November 23rd. We envisioned this podcast as a place to discuss the show and to bring together different ideas about its meaning, but that only works if we have a variety of different perspectives to cite and work from. So we're asking you, yes, you listening to this right now, to send in any thoughts you might have about Marble Hornets or any questions you'd like to ask us, and we'll try to address all of them in our next episode. These can be anything from headcanons to theories to stories about how you first came to the series. We want to hear from you. So whether you initially saw Marble Hornets as new entries were uploaded, or if you're watching the series for the first time and you'd like your thoughts to be read and addressed on air, you can email those thoughts to greatmoretapes at gmail.com or DM them to at greatmoretapes on Twitter. Again, that's greatmoretapes at gmail.com or at greatmoretapes, all one word, on twitter.com. Thank you so much for listening. And now, on to the show. Approaches more snakes that from the mountain Hello and welcome to another episode of Great More Tapes, a Marble Hornets Rewatch Podcast. I am your host, Pippin. And I'm your other host, Lee. And today talking about the end. Of season one of Marble Hornets, entries 24 through 26, and yes. whatever thoughts we might have on season one as a whole. Yes. This is exciting. We did it. We made it this far. We did, in fact, make it this far. You don't have any notes for one of the entries that's in there. I'm just now noticing. <laughs> well, I I usually don't take notes on to the arc stuff. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get to that. Uh-huh. Um... Before we begin, I wanted to, I guess I probably should have done this before now, but I did want to just check on when the last entry was, because the last entry, our boy Jay, if, you know, previously on Marble Hornets, Jay said that he was done with this, and he doesn't want to know the answers to this anymore. That was on January 28th, 2010, which brings us to entry 24 on February 16th, 2010. Like, nearly three weeks later? Yeah, something like that. There was a To the Ark in there, but, eh. Well, but, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've noticed recording these episodes that we always, well, I always start, like, really abruptly. I'm just like, let's get right into it. And it feels very awkward, just, like, starting the episode, and immediately we're going into Entry 24. But, uh, I don't have a whole lot to say to to lead into it, so I think we should just start. Yes. With entry 24. Yes. So entry 24 <laughs> was posted on February 16th, 2010. Um, we have Jay showing us footage from surveillance cameras. <laughs> which I think just means that he has like some point and shoot cameras or like a handy camera too, just kind of set no, up. No, he's got a whole CCTV Apparently. set up. In a, this is so funny to me that he uses the term surveillance footage. What are you surveilling? Himself. Um, also, how many cameras does Jay have? That's Do we why have four in this entry? Four or five? We've got, let's see, we've got the we've one... We've got at least four. We've got the one in the living room, we've got the one in the bed... We've got the two in the bedroom. 
We've got the one on, right. on the sink. We've got the one on the door. So we have at least five. At least five. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I that's why I say I think that they're like probably point and shoot cameras or like cheap handy cams or something. We did see him with that little camera. That's true. In, in... I think that was there purely just so that we knew that he had more cameras. What is Well, actually I also in he did say in the last entry that he has other cameras. Cuz we have to remember <laughs> I guess so he did he did also crap out one yeah, camera. God yeah, we damn don't it. have the original camera anymore. How many God rest its soul. God, how many does he have? Uh the other funny thing about this to me is that there are time codes on yeah. all these and I don't know how he did that. I think he, well, I think he just put that in in post. <laughs> I think he did that himself it's to very show because they do start at at 0 seconds. Yeah, like I think he up. I think he I think he did that like did some multicam editing to uh to line everything up to show why this was strange because what happens in this entry is uh, after our boy Jay goes to bed on top of n- no blankets, no blankets, no he blankets necessary. Um, we get we, some distortion. We get some weird distortion. He looks. It, yeah, this is distortion that we haven't really seen before. It's very and, pixely. And like when it ends, we see we see Jay in basically the same position that he was before the distortion ended, but like it looks like during the distortion he's moving around or maybe the distortion just makes it look like he's yeah, moving Yeah, he's around. definitely moving in some way. The distortion makes it look like he's kind of floating, which is fun. Um, but yeah, I I guess if we are if we are talking about these being, you know, different cameras, maybe that's the reason why there's distortion we haven't seen before maybe it's maybe there's different weird distortions based on what camera you're using oh, i don't know who can say anyway <laughs> after that jay gets up uh walks out of his room what op- what well, walks to his closed door yes opens it and steps out and, and leaves does he close the door behind him or is it, it's left open think we hear the sound of him close. I think he leaves it. We probably no, 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 because when he comes back in, he does open the door. Yes, yes, yes. So, okay, so he closes the door behind him. But then, because we have seen him, we, we, we've seen multiple angles of, like, throughout his house, we saw him leave the room outside of his bedroom to, like, go into his bedroom. So we know that these two rooms are linked, mm-hmm. but when he leaves his bedroom, he doesn't enter the room that he entered from <laughs> yes he, he doesn't come when he opens the door the door does not open the, on yeah. the other side which is strange mm-hmm. and uh, then he tells us that he's gone for two hours two hours pass before he's seen again <laughs> uh we, we get some nice views of his apartment and mm-hmm. damn bitch you live like this but uh he tells us that the only door out, like, leaving the apartment is blocked, so he couldn't have left. He has a chair mm-hmm. in front of the door. Yeah. I want to talk about that in a second, but just, like, to, to wrap up the main meat of this entry. He comes back into his room, and he looks... He, he doesn't... It's not, like, an exaggerated thing. He doesn't look, like, like extremely out of it, mm-hmm. but he does seem like... He seems kind of a zombie. Yeah. He but kind then, of looks back at the door after yeah, he comes back in. He walks in and there's like a weird 
state change that doesn't seem to be prompted by anything, but he, like, comes to his senses and his expression changes a bit. And I kind of like how subtly it's done because mm-hmm. there definitely is a change. Um, I made sure because I watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there definitely is a change in, like, his posture and his expression and stuff is, like, he looks back at the door. So he seems, like, fully aware of himself now. Mm-hmm. And then just goes back to bed. He face plants right into the pillow. Mm-hmm. In a very comical fashion. And, of course, he has no memory of getting up, of, of leaving his room mm-hmm. at all. So Par for the course at this point. Yes. Yeah. Um, I forget. Did he? No, no, no. Because I guess the last piece of information that we got is that he has stopped leaving his apartment. I, I was wondering if we had gotten information at this point, if he was moving around yet, but I guess he's still just basically staying in his apartment all day, every day. Yes. Yeah. Relatable. So Jay has now, since since seeing that the masked man has broken into uh, his house, he has barricaded the door with with an armchair <laughs> with a bunch of clothes piled on top of it, which I think is very funny. Listen relatable man this is before the days of of doordash and all that like do you mm-hmm. think he's living purely on like pizza? On pizza yeah yeah pretty much as we've said before jay is a trust fund baby so we can afford a, a new pizza every day it's like when uh when papa john's got fired and then they did an interview with him do you do you know what i'm talking about no so fucking the the owner the and op papa, papa john, john himself yes um says the n-word it gets fired uh-huh and then there's an interview with him it's the it, the line taken from it is the day of reckoning will come that's the thing that's quoted from this interview all the time he is red-faced just coated in sweat and he's as like, he always is but he's yes. like in the past 30 days or whatever i've eaten 45 pizzas or something <laughs> like he's done nothing but eat pizzas since he okay. got fired this is what i imagine Jay is doing. Good old Papa Jay here. <laughs> I need to find this screenshot and show you because it's the funniest thing ever. Um, but yeah, Jay, yeah. Jay, just in case we missed it, Jay shows us the two videos side by side twice of him like opening the door on one side and it not opening on the other, which I think is very funny mm-hmm. that he shows us it twice. Yeah. Poor Jay. <laughs> He's having a time. <laughs> so Jay has bought all these cameras and set them all up in his apartment, presumably so he doesn't miss anything. So presumably so he can catch, you know, whatever happens on camera. Mm-hmm. You know, we know in this world people film themselves. Yes. And he wants to film as much of the apartment as we have. Something I want to bring up here, which uh, is an idea that will start being reinforced later on in the series is that it's it's not good enough just to have a camera pointed at you Mm -hmm. you need to have a camera on you yeah because he leaves even though this this is all set up so he should be on camera at all times once he leaves his room he's no longer on camera right he should take a camera with him. Exactly, yeah. That's that's something that we saw a lot in the footage of Alex filming himself, is that whenever he would get up for any reason, 
he took a camera with him. Yes, this is true. So, that's yeah. A, that's... That was something I was not even thinking about. But, yeah, uh, Jay's method has failed him here. Yeah. And uh, we're going to see uh, some some more of this idea, like, very shortly after, after these entries. Mm-hmm. I uh, also, like, do you think that he has bought cameras since he started posting these videos? Oh, absolutely. I don't I don't think he had any of these cameras. I feel like he probably had to have at least a camera or two. He maybe had like a like a small digital camera. We don't know what Jay's major was. Presumably he wasn't a film major. No, he he said as a as a fellow film student. Oh yeah, that's a good point. As I a forgot about that. Fellow film student, I, I hated to see his work go yeah, to waste. Yeah, of course, of course. Man, where's where are Jay's scripts? We gotta. So, see, now I'm wondering what field Jay was in, because like Alex was was presumably studying to be a director. Was was Jay a screenwriter? Was he an editor? It just says he was a film student. Was he a cinematographer? Was he a camera operator? I mean... No. (laughs) I can't can't believe that he was. You know what? Actually, I guess he wasn't whenever whenever they were doing the the filming for Marble Hornets. In fact, I don't think we have a single entry in which he's... The only time he's holding the camera is when he goes location scouting with Alex. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's always... I guess his role in Marble Hornets is script supervisor, Mm -hmm. but he didn't write the script. Right. Alex wrote all the words himself. Of course, Alex wrote all the words himself. <laughs> but yeah, so Jay has some cameras. Any more to say about this entry? I don't think so. Okay. Moving Let's on. move on to entry... <laughs> oh my god, that was an awful noise. Uh, posted March 5th, 2010. <laughs> the description for the video is... Huh? <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> The, yeah, entry sextapound. <laughs> that's a... Uh, sextapound is a great... Yeah, that's a, I, that's something I've seen before, and I'm just like, that's an excellent name. That's what I'm going to use from now on. Anyway, it's entry... <laughs> I, I, you know what I wish it was? I wish it was entry dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Anyway, this entry was not uh, uploaded by Yes, Jay. we're getting into some odd shit here mm-hmm. um that you know when when people talk about marble hornets and talk about entries that are not uploaded by jay they the term that's thrown around a lot is hacked mm-hmm. his account was hacked mm-hmm. i don't like that term uh, i mean yeah it's, i don't like <sighs> you don't like you don't like talking about to the arc hacks <laughs> <laughs> um i don't think what to the arc is doing to upload these videos to Jay's channel is hacking is is nor do I what <laughs> like involves getting like a password or brute forcing his account or anything like that I think he's I think he has some weird maybe mystical unexplained special access to the account. like oh. he, he can just get in when he wants Hmm, that's an interesting theory. We will... I mean, it's not really a theory. I just don't like thinking about to the arc hacking. Well, like, actually... it's, just, it's just kind of a weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would I not. I would definitely not call it hacking. But I mean, for for simplicity, it's. A, I it's know a hack. it's just described as hacking, but it's like it flattens the possibility space. 
Don't worry, we'll, we'll come. In a, in a way, we'll actually think. come back to this later on in season two. We'll we'll have some more discussion about passwords mm-hmm. and accounts. Um, this is not a note I took, but this is something that just popped in my head right now. Um, is that this is not the first time weird things have gone on with the channel because this is something that you brought up. Is that there are special permissions you have to have on this channel to allow for video responses? Yes, I um, so are you say I hmm. no I'm just saying like this is not the first example of something happening with the channel that that Jay is in direct control of because these video responses are still being like uploaded I... but he Jay is presumably not like approving these oh you're right he's not you're right he's not because I was just going through the the Twitter timeline and like uh, several times he he like thanks people for letting him know that a to the arc video has been uploaded. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good point. I'd never thought of that before. And you're the one who brought it up. Well, yeah. On a previous episode. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's it again, it's kind of the whole thing with like the the line between what is there because this is a series on YouTube and what is there because this is a fictional series and weird things happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I Anyway, we should probably talk about what happens I, in this entry. I don't know. I, I just like talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we we've uh we've got plenty of t- That's to true. talk about here. It, it's just it's just another thing where uh you know, to the arc the, the the rules don't seem to apply. Like he ju- he can just do what he wants on the channel, seemingly whenever he wants, and this is true like both online when he can like upload stuff, and it's also true like in Jay's life. You know, locking the doors and windows doesn't stop the masked man from being like he can just invade whenever he wants. To be- this is this is part of the taunt. We always have to the arc taunting Jay. That's him true. him being able to like post video responses and to upload directly to the channel is part of the taunt. And it's just this weird special access that he has. I enjoy you mentioning that locked doors didn't seem to stop him. We'll come back to that at some point, but in the meantime, I do want to say to be fair, in entry 19, Jay says since seeing the footage <laughs> of to the ark breaking into his apartment he has kept all the doors and windows locked perhaps they were locked (laughs) i hope jay is not just like in the suburbs with his apartment unlocked while he's sleeping no i mean i'm sure he's not but you know we can talk about this entry so this is so eager Okay, fine. <laughs> so this this entry is very similar in style to the last to the arc that we just had as mm-hmm. a response to 23, which was warning. Um, this one is also in black and white. We have several clips of the masked man doing some weird shit with his head. Um, and we I love hear... this shit. I love what he does. With yeah, his, it's very with his good. weird head tilts. Yes, it's very good. And the camera's as, going in and out of focus as like he approaches. The it's camera. very, it's very art film. Oh yeah, it's very good. We get him like putting on the mask as he uh-huh. faces away from the camera. Like again, just another part of the taunt. Uh huh. It's very good. Um, and so as that is going on, we have a voice speaking over it, and the voice says, "We will wait for you no more. Control is being taken away from you." From the start, it's been a game for us. 
Not anymore. I'm coming for you, and you will lead me to the Ark. Did I get that verbatim? I think you did. Okay, good. Because I wasn't reading that. I've just... Oh, you weren't. Okay. No. <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, we're getting some more to the Ark stuff. Don't really know what the Ark is, but to the Ark wants to go there. Apparently. <laughs> um, is there anything really else to talk about in this? I guess there really isn't. That's pretty much it. Just Other than the, the, vaguely This is threatening. not even really a message or a code. This is this is this is a talk. Yeah, that's that's a good point. There's not. I don't believe there's any sort of. There's no there's no hidden final frame according to the wiki dot. There's nothing on the last frame of the video. There's no codes in this. It is just speech and weird art film video stuff. <laughs> I think we can go to the next one. Mhm. Mm Entry 25. Uploaded March 24th, 2010. Its description is, names and locations have been removed. Which, okay, I'm glad yes. that's in the description, yes. because while I was watching this video, I was like, it's funny that the static keeps coming <laughs> in to block with the names. Yeah, that's on this purpose. Place is. Um, so, let's see. I We have Jay telling us that he's, uh, since seeing the entry that was, that was on his channel, he has left his home. He's staying at a hotel and he also this is also something that he's mentioned on like the twitter i'll mention the twitter a few times as we're talking about mm -hmm. these last few entries um but he got a call from someone he knows okay let's i want to pause here yes because this is like my one note for this entry i just have someone you know question mark question mark question yeah. mark what yeah <laughs> he knows people <laughs> so this is a really interesting line i feel like because someone he knows told him to turn on the news and what we see on the news is a news report of an apartment fire that happened presumably the previous night um and jay tells us at the end of this footage that that was his apartment mm -hmm. so someone he knows that knows knows him well enough to know what apartment complex he lives in mm -hmm. and also to know that he's not and also there. to know that he's not there yeah like i was gonna say like benefit of the doubt it's possible that they called to be like hey are you like alive um and then got an anonymous tip yeah. saying that my apartment had burned down. yeah like and then and then obviously like if he didn't know about it they would be like hey you should uh turn on the news but like yeah that's a really strange thing i feel like i'm glad that uh the entry where he just disappears from his apartment is enough to get him to start going to different hotels. Um, because I was worried that would not be a well, final push because we did have, you know, a masked well, man taunt and break into his... The thing is, it wasn't enough. He didn't leave until after entry hashtag. Oh, right. <laughs> but yeah. Entry. <laughs> yeah, that one. Entry dollar dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> Entry cash money. Yes. So it's also worth mentioning that uh, in this news report we see home video that someone has shot. Yeah. This so fire. it's it's a standard sort of like local news report. We have like an anchor in the studio going to someone on the scene, and they cut from that to 
uh, home video footage that was, I guess, sent into the station mm-hmm. of someone filming the fire during the fact. Mm-hmm. And during that video, we see the screen tear in this footage. Uh huh. So the yeah, the, the uh, Jay is capturing this footage by just pointing a camera at the TV screen, mm-hmm. so we can see like the frame of the TV screen within like the actual footage. And we can see on the screen of the TV from this home video the screen tearing. I love that so which much. Which is such a good detail. It's, it's just a nice little thing. Very good. For the fans. <laughs> um, and also I wanted to mention that uh, it's a little unclear, I guess. Jay just says that was my apartment. I'm not sure if he means that the apartment where the fire started was his apartment or just that this was his apartment complex. If it was his apartment where the fire started, he lives on the third floor. He lives on the third floor, which makes it very funny that in that one entry, yeah. we can see Maskey through the window. He's just kind of climbing up a tree, I guess. Just like <laughs> all I like to imagine that. That's actually good yeah. to me. No, it's very good. But yeah. Anything else? Uh, I don't think so. No one died. Oh, yeah. No one died except for some pets. That's unfortunate. Entry 26. Oh, there's so much to talk about with this April one. April 18th, 2010. 2010. So this is one of the rare, very rare entries, maybe one of, maybe the only entry, that tells us what the date is in the video. Yes, this will be important. In fact, it'll be so important that when we do our spoiler episode next time, I'm going to be talking about this for a long yes. time. Yes. <laughs> Man, I've I've done a lot of Marvel Hornets rewatches over the years, but we noticed multiple no, things. No, 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 let's not even let's not even get into it. No, I'm not going to get into it. I'm just going to say like multiple things that I've never noticed or thought about before after eight years. Yeah, this entry kind of shook us. Yeah. I, it's been a long time since I've watched this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a stone cold banger. It's very good. So we, we begin with driving footage, which is a nice. This, this, this entry comes to us in three parts. Part one, windshield cam. Yes. From, uh, 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 evocative of introduction. Yes. This entry has some very stylish fade-ins of, of text and video. Yeah. Jay says that uh, he has been changing his location frequently since uh, his apartment burned down. I mm-hmm. just have that. Jay, Jay is basically on the run. Yes. At this point. But uh, he also says that since then, and after not thinking about it, you know, not looking at tapes, not thinking about... You know, all this shit has been happening to him. Things have started to improve. His mm-hmm. memory has gotten better. Which, like, to me, like, I don't think his his memory was bad. I think, you know, certain events were wiped from his brain. Yeah. There's a difference between that and having a bad memory. I feel But like, apparently, Jay has been having memory problems. Well, I feel like that's probably also... He also mentions that he's been sleeping better. So that's probably also yeah. just a side effect of not sleeping well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he says, not as paranoid. So this is, again, something that's not explicitly stated mm-hmm. earlier, that he is suffering from paranoia, but... That he I mean, apparently was I don't know if it's I don't know if it's paranoia when, like, things are actually happening to that's you. That's true. But, 
Um, yeah, he just talks directly to the camera, gives all this information. He says, I think I'm done. This is going to be the last entry. Mm-hmm. And so do we want to talk about right now what the original ending of the series was? I think... Or do we want to save it till the end of the century? Yeah, I think we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Okay, okay, okay. So we, we have Jay, he's obviously recording this in a hotel. Like, mm-hmm. his surroundings are obviously in a hotel. And then, um, uh... and then he, he says that he was planning to move far out of state, stop yeah. thinking about all this forever. This, th- this is just, like, a little thing I want to I wanna detail here. Like, you know, this entry starts with the, the windshield cam while he's driving and then this part where he's saying that he was planning on moving out of state and leaving this all behind also like you know driving footage we just see the open road in front of him like this is these this this road footage is so iconic in the series it's used as like season bumpers for each season mm-hmm. um it, it's it's such it's such an iconic thing. Um, I'm, I'm having words. I'm having. Uh, I'm having words. Uh, I'm having trouble finding the words to describe how, like, that footage makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the one thing that I haven't really thought about until this recent rewatch is that so so much of like the effect of the road footage is the road noise from yes. it and just hearing the sound of the car yes. on the road just that's the only sound you have you've got a long stretch of road in front of you while white text just appears on the screen mm-hmm. and just like that's marble hornets baby that's marble hornets baby i t- not getting into it too much but i have from time to time been known to uh, go places and film things and uh, film recreate shots from Marble Hornets uh, in driving footage and when I forgot to turn off the radio it did not have the same effect mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> very uh, different it's just, it's just a very nice mood yes it's it's a good one it's a good aesthetic also where I thought you were going with that is that a lot of this uh feels sort of parallel to the introduction, which obviously, you know, bookending things, like, yeah. But also, Jay saying he's gonna move away, which is what Alex did. Mm -hmm. That's... Yeah, throughout this entire season, and I guess this is something we'll talk about more um, when we're talking about, like, thoughts of the entire season, but throughout this season, Jay's life has, like, started to echo things that he's seen from Alex on the tapes and like this is the final thing is that he's moving away he's leaving it all behind but but shortly after he records this video he gets a text message from from, a fucked up number from a fucked up number uh that is not a phone number it's something (laughs) it is definitely not so that person (laughs) saved in the contacts as a fucked up number so <laughs> that name displays. <laughs> so he gets this text message on April 4th of 2010. Mm-hmm. That's worth mentioning again. because, And the text message is uh, a series of numbers, which is 
very quickly Four, recognizable. One, eight, one, zero. Yes, quickly like... recognizable as a date. Apparently, he gets help from Twitter on this well, one. He, he <laughs> Everyone on Twitter says that this is probably a date. He, he doesn't ask on Twitter what it is, but yeah, everyone very quickly agrees that it must be a date. And you may notice that uh, this entry was uploaded on April 18th, 2010, which is the date sent in the text message. Yes. So, as Jay was preparing to leave his current location on April 18th, he found a package outside his door. Inside of this package is simply a tape labeled... Great, more tapes. Thank you. Labeled, watch this, period. Which I think is wonderful. What Uh, else are you going to do with it? (laughs) (laughs) Don't watch this. And, uh... This is unsettling because somebody knows Jay's location. Yes. All his moving around seems to have yes, done nothing. Yes, that is nothing. the conclusion somebody that Somebody was to. able to send a package to him. That is the conclusion that he comes to is that someone has known where he's been this entire time. So, yeah. Did, so, is that the implication that it was mailed to him? Or... Oh, I don't... Like, the, the, the thing is shot in such a way where you cannot see, like, any actual labels on the package. So, we don't know if this was sent by regular mail or somebody just dropped it at his doorstep. We do know that there's a return address on it, but... Oh, right. But, I again, I'm not sure if... See, again, in this time... But what takes two weeks to listen, mail to somebody? Listen, in this time of Amazon and COVID, we've kind of taken it for normal that when packages get delivered to your door, they just kind of leave them. That wasn't always the case. A lot of times, I mean, if you're in a hotel... They're going to knock on your door and give you a package, right? Or leave it at the front desk. Or well, leave it okay, at the front he, desk. I guess he's probably at a motel at this point. Do we see his doorstep? We, it's, it's an indoor hallway. Indoor hallway? Okay. I, yeah. I could say more, but I won't. Um, but yes, so we, we, we have this footage on this tape. And it begins with distortion, as it always does. Mm-hmm. We have a distorted, um, well, it's all really distorted and hard to tell what it is, but I'm pretty sure that it's the, the, like, silos or whatever from introduction. Yeah, like a landscape shot. It appears to be outdoors. Mm -hmm. Um, Possibly driving footage. It's kind of hard to tell. And then we get some flashes of some shots of Alex. Mm -hmm. Looks like it's in the dark. Everything is extremely distorted. Mm -hmm. Um color is way off yes we we from what we can tell the walls look somewhat similar to what we saw in entries 22 and 23 in the weird basement that uh alex and seth Mm -hmm. were in and jay ended up in somebody is filming Mm -hmm. alex and we we really cannot make out what is going on in these shots they're very short he looks like he's got a flashlight in one of them Walking down a hallway and there's a weird light. There's a weird light that, that just shines down a hallway. There's also a shot of a mask that resembles the, the, the mask man's mask. Yeah, it's got like bared teeth and stuff. Yeah. We're not really going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we'll come back to that eventually. Then there's some final distortion where, it, I mean, it's just distortion. Yes. You can't make out anything. And then it cuts to very normal footage. With a time code. 
with a time code. It is April 4th, 2010 at 3.57 p.m. Mm-hmm. And somebody is just walking around a house. Filming it some stuff. Points the camera at her face. It's a lady. And then walks into her room. And there's Alex. Our boy. Lying on a couch, laptop in his lap. Writing the next blockbuster. Great American novel. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's moved on. He, I, I think it's safe to say he's touched a camera. I think he's moved on to novels. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's a good point. But this lady seems a little confused as to why there's a camera in the house because she thinks that they didn't have a camera. Mm-hmm. This it's seems all very to, This seems to be Alex's domestic partner. We get her name later. It's Amy. Mm-hmm. And and Al- there's also it's worth mentioning that when as she points the camera yes. at Alex, we have some it freezes some freezing going on. The, the frame freezes. We can still hear audio of Alex talking, but the frame freezes for like three seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a little back and forth there where Alex is just kind of talking normally. He's not looking up at Amy. He's like, "We don't have a camera. I don't know what you're talking about." And then looks up and sees the camera and he immediately changes he seems very unsettled by the camera um amy says that she found it in the closet there was a tape already in it but it was all messed up as we saw Um, as they're talking there is there is visual tearing yes it becomes 404 p.m just mentioning that Mm -hmm. because it's also april 4th and alex keeps telling her well, it tells you this is probably that's probably just my camera from college. Please put it up. I was planning on selling it. Stop recording. Trying to separate her and the camera. Mm-hmm. And she says, "You're acting really odd right now," which I thought was notable because apparently Alex, like him acting like this, is kind of normal to us. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's not normal to her. Right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, again, in in. Throughout the Marble Hornets filming process, the videos that we've seen usually include Alex acting oddly as opposed to what he is normally like, which we don't see a lot of. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so she turns. And the operator is right there. It's right there! It's right in the hallway. It's... Right. And Amy screams. It's a really good it's scream. It's a really good scream, And yes. immediately Alex is like, get upstairs, starts starts yes. telling her exactly what to do. Um, we get a lot of camera jostling around, so we can't tell exactly what's happening. But uh, they they get upstairs. There is a just a couple of frames where they're upstairs, and we see the operator's legs. Yeah, very just, close. Very close. Like, like th- they run upstairs. They're all downstairs. The I operator's think... downstairs, and then they run upstairs, and it's already there. I think that perhaps the implication is that they run upstairs. I think maybe she looks back, and it's there, like right there, like right up there on the stairs, mm-hmm. or, or wherever they are in this hallway. You can hear Alex say to get to the window, mm-hmm. get onto the roof get down and to the street get down to the street he will be right behind her Mm -hmm. as she demands to know what the fuck that is yes so this is something i wanted to point out amy can recognize that this thing is not human yes which in the early entries of marble hornets it is very common 
for people to act like the operator is just a person because yeah. like like we have Jay in the early entries saying it seems like someone was following Alex. Alex is talking about when he was walking his dog. There was just some guy that some was guy. out here. And then in the entry where he's like where the operators like off in the distance while they're filming stuff for hey, Marble buddy. Hornets and Alex just like starts casually walking up to it. Uh, Jay asks Tim if there was a guy in yeah, a business Yeah, a guy suit. in a business suit. But this when thing. you're this close, <laughs> you can tell that this thing is not human. Amy it asked, looks, what is that? It looks so goddamn creepy. This, okay, we are finally into what the operator is for Yeah, Marvel this Hornets. is one... This is what it's going to look like This is one of my series. favorite operator appearances it looks so it's, good it's very menacing it's very creepy it moves in between we, shots we went back and started going frame by frame and like what well we were just watching this the first time i like kind of jolted back in my chair and just went did that fucking move because <laughs> it looks like it takes either a step forward or a step to the side and you're like I, I, I was like, I don't know if it's something with, like, the weird parallax, because the camera's mm-hmm. panning, and there's something, like, in the foreground in front of the operator that passes across it, and it kind of looks like it might give the impression of it moving. And so I was like, was that just, like, parallax, or did the operator move? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about the operator moving before, yes. and how awkward and dumb it looks, yes. and here it scared the shit out of That's me. because here it doesn't move it's just in one place and then the next frame it's in a slightly different place it's shifted over to the left of without the taking a step and just like god it's very it's very upsetting and very yeah, good the, 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 they have finally nailed what the operator is supposed to look like the proportions are all wrong it's the, so good like we don't like in in other the when first... we've seen the operator up close and other stuff, we can see, like, impressions of hands and feet. Like, mm-hmm. we talked about, like, the weird pantyhose-covered hands. Yes. Like, it looks like a paw. Here, it looks like the sleeves of the suit that it's wearing. We're basically only seeing this in silhouette, but it looks like the sleeves of the suit it's wearing, like, flare out and co- and are, like, are too long and cover where the hands are supposed to be. And a similar thing is going on with like the lower legs mm-hmm. and it just gives this really really unsettling impression just like yeah. oh that's that's not even close the to f- what a human is supposed mm-hmm. to look like the, the proportions first, are all off the first brief shot of the operator that we get in this entry is less impressive i mean it's it's still very good. It's good, but it's um, one of the better ones of this entire. But specifically, season. I'm talking about we're talking about the upstairs. second one because it's the way that the the way that the light is like you said it's it's basically just in silhouette. It's just oh, like it's poetic cinema. The, I'll say here like we're gonna see basically the same version of the operator for like the rest of the series in this same sort of proportions and and stance Mm -hmm. and like this is what the operator looks like in marble hornets and i'm just thinking about you know all these other things that try to do slender man and they just basically put him in a suit and make him 
like just tall enough to be unsettling or else just like crazily tall mm-hmm. and maybe make his arms longer and make his head tilt make his head the head tilt. tilt is a thing and like you know that's all good and all but there is something about the marble hornet's operator where like the thickness of the limbs mm-hmm. is all wrong the posture is all wrong the way that the it's proportions are fucked up. Yeah, I think I, I think a lot of it has to do with the way that it is shot. And oh like, yeah, that's it, like we're saying, it's in silhouette, and so I feel but like, like this the, is the silhouette of Marble Hornet's operator mm-hmm. is so different yeah. than everything else. Yes, it's it's yes yes they finally figured out how to make it not look goofy. It it there might sucks, I, there man. might still be some some slightly goofy appearances in the series. Oh yeah, I can art, I can think of one off the top of my head. Oh, but, uh, I'm not sure which one you're thinking of. It's a season two one. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's it's uh, I just uh, I don't I don't like scary things. By the way, I feel like that's worth mentioning that I'm a weenie. Oh, oh, getting shivers. Anyway, then hey. the footage freezes on this frame of the operator. And it looks so fucking good, uh, right? Like pretty much right as the time code changes to four o five p.m. Mm-hmm. And, and then, if you go by, if you go frame by frame here, you can see the time code get fucked up. Yes, the footage uh, abruptly just kind of blows out to white. But as it's doing that, the time code changes to zero ninety nine, and, and then, then ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety six, ninety five. Maybe 94. By that point, the screen is pretty much just white. Mm-hmm. And then we have a shot of a red background. We have scribbled words, <laughs> word, that just says help with an operator symbol. Peak Alex. Peak and Alex, just like, there is... and for the finishing touch on my <laughs> scare the shit out of J-tape, I'm just gonna get a red light and shake the camera around on a scribbled script see, on a, some paper see it doesn't read as being on paper to me no it doesn't like it, doesn't. it looks very digital and and there's screen tearing on this as well and yes sound badness um so uh yeah jay concludes this video with uh the assumption that alex is still alive yes and he's going i wrote to this find down him. alex is still alive did jay think he was dead i mean did jay have reason to believe that alex was dead no one had heard from him apparently in like three but, years right but he jay knew that he moved yes right there are other like like we but don't hear from true. brian like we don't know anything about brian mm-hmm. but we also don't know that he moved we yeah. go to the house where he's supposed to be that's at true. and it's fucked up we know that alex moved that's true although i mean we don't really have any reason until this video we don't really have any reason to believe that whatever was following him didn't follow him. Yeah, to where didn't he moved. get him. <laughs> so yeah, uh, which actually is an excellent segue into talking about the original ending for this season. Let, let's finish up uh, like discussion on. Never on, mind, it's not a segue on at all. this entry. Yes. Just because we're already at the end. Because um, there are a couple things I want to talk about. There's a return address. Yes. On the package that Jay got with the tape in it. Mm-hmm. He said he's going there. And then he also says, I don't know the next time you'll see me after this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's seven months later, audience. Yeah, we're not going to hear from him for a while. 
Yeah. Uh, he says, thank you for all your help to the audience. But he says, I don't know the next time you'll see me after this. This is posted April 18th, 2010. The next entry is November 23rd. Yes. We won't see Jay for a while. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, want, I just want to leave our listeners with that little tease yes. for season two. Is that for seven months, Jay does not upload a video to the YouTube channel. Or tweet. Or tweet. Um... There's some Twitter activity near the end of that seven months, but we'll talk yeah, about okay, that next Yeah, okay, so time. did you want to talk about the original ending? Yes. So, um, yeah, this was not going to be a season thing. There were not going to be seasons of Marble Hornets. There was going to be the series Marble Hornets, and it was going to end roughly around this, like, number, probably, mm-hmm. of entries. Um, I believe there were, like... 30-something of the original note cards that they had for, like, their Mm -hmm. entry ideas or whatever. Um, So the originally planned ending for this was that, obviously, we have the operator now stalking Jay, apparently. Um, We were going to go back to the house with Jay. And, again, I don't know at what point exactly. I'm guessing it's around 19.5 that the plan changed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so things kind of shifted out of place of where we would have been for this entry to end things. We were going to have Jay go back to the house. Um, I'm sure some spooky things were going to happen. Encounters the operator and fucking books it. Gets in his car, turns on his car. Headlights come up, the operator's right there. We back out, we're driving down a road, and every streetlight that we come to, the operator keeps appearing in front of where Jay is, like, as he's trying to drive away. And then, eventually, we cut to black. We get, I guess, text from Jay telling us that he, he made it. He's okay. And then we never hear from him again. And that was how Marble Hornets was going to end. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad I- idea. No, it's not. It's, for an entry. It's, it's, I, the description of it is, is very good. I'm... But- now I'm wondering where Everyman Hybrid lines up with this because this happens in Everyman Hybrid. Oh, really? And they hit Slenderman with their car. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Which is that. like, like no joke, maybe the coolest thing in a Slenderman series. Yeah, like that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> like I vastly prefer Marble Hornets to like all the other series, but you know, hitting Slenderman with your car might be the coolest thing that happens in all of them. Yes, the things that I remember of Everyman Hybrid are that. That happens, and there's an emergency machete. And so I think that that is wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it was... That's a really flashy way to end the series yes. with it just appearing. And like, in general, that is not the direction that the series goes. It's a lot more subdued yeah. than that. Even in some of like the more noticeable, or the more notable operator appearances from here on out, they're not going to be anything like that yeah the 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 idea of this and why it was changed was because like you know it wasn't going to actually end so much as just stop Mm -hmm. like we were going to have this big climactic entry and then nothing and i think that uh i'm trying to remember where it's probably at listen i've listened to the commentary and I've watched a lot of panel videos of the Marble Hornets people 
And so I don't remember where I get these tidbits from, and I'm sorry. But... Um, it's out there somewhere. It's out there somewhere. The, the, the reference, I think, that Troy made whenever he was talking about the original ending and the, kind of the, what, they were, what they would have been going for was uh, Ted the Caver, the like old, old creepypasta. Old creepypasta. Which I, I had to like check out after that. And, mm, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is a thing an old angel fire page that you can still visit um, that hasn't been uh, ended with an update saying that, you know, we're going back down to where this creepy thing happened and I'll let you know what happens (laughs) next time. And then there's nothing else. Uh So, yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad it didn't end like that. Yes. uh, There's so much good stuff. Yes. Yet to come that I'm I'm very excited to get to. Like season one has been really fun, but like it's weird thinking that like so much of the iconic stuff from Marble Hornets, the the stuff that like people will cite as like why Marble Hornets was good or mm-hmm. you know come from season one. But it when I think of Marble Hornets, I I don't I hardly think of season one at all. Like the the yeah. main thing I think about is entry 18 when Maskey enters the scene Mm -hmm. because like to me that's when a lot of like what makes marble hornets marble hornets start yeah um but like season one of marble hornets is is good in its own way Mm -hmm. that the rest of marble hornets is just simply not it is not season one of marble hornets (laughs) like i the yes (laughs) uh Season one is very the vibes of season one. Mm-hmm. There's there's vibes in season one. As we move on, we're going to get more into like plot, plot and characters, and trauma in characters, and, and like my favorite things in Marble Hornets are mostly found in season three of Marble Hornets. Mm-hmm. Uh, by which point, I think a lot of people were not really watching Marble right. Hornets I was, anymore. <laughs> I was looking at a. Uh, uh, the the episode links earlier to see uh, um, you know what what entries we should do for our next episode. I was the uh, the Wikipedia also has mm-hmm. how many views each of them got, and I was scrolling through, and I don't think any from season three have over a million. Oh no, absolutely not. There's there's one or two in season two that do, but yeah. I don't think any in season three do. Yeah, as as time you know goes on. People fall off, and mm-hmm. and plenty you know, of plenty of uh, slender things happen during yeah. the course of the series. And I'm I'm a sucker for media that does not like keep doing the same thing. That mm-hmm. doesn't like try to play to an audience. Like Marble Hornets, you know, becomes not what it was in season one. And in doing so, risks alienating a lot of people mm-hmm. who were there for the stuff in season one. And, like, I can't blame them for leaving because, mm-hmm. like, you know, the show is not what you thought it was anymore. It's not doing the thing that you liked about it. But at the same time, like, to me, the best stuff is yet to come. Yeah, exactly. Though I will say, this season got under 
my skin yeah. in a way that I was not expecting. It has been so many years since I've just like watched all these entries. And also like doing deep dives on episodes. I remember, you know, back in the day, people going frame by frame oh, yes. trying to like that's why I suss out all the information in an entry. I was not expecting to do that for this rewatch. And no. then we just did it mm-hmm. while we were watching this because we were like, wait, what? Did, did the operator just move? Yeah, I was not expecting to need to do that. And maybe, we just got sucked into it. Maybe a couple times just to like make sure that I had right what the time code did. Because I knew it did something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've, I've gone through... The majority of the series frame by frame in the past, and yet there is still stuff that I have never seen, and I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I had a thought, and now it's gone. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I don't remember what it was. I'm just trying to think of just general season one things that I want to talk about, like, because like I was I was about to say that seasons two and three kind of get away from it being a horror series, but that's not true. Like, there's still horror Mm -hmm. but a horror that comes more from implication and suggestion Mm -hmm. and you making connections in your head about what things can mean and realizations that you come to Mm -hmm. while watching you know new entries and your understanding of you know uh, the series of events changes and a lot of the horror comes from that Mm -hmm. from you putting stuff together there's still plenty of creepy shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the horror in... Se- like, the, there's the creepy shit in season two and three, but season one is primarily creepy shit, mm-hmm. which I kind of view differently from the horse... The horror shit. Um, the horse shit. The horse shit. <laughs> Not to say that... But the horror in season one comes from, like, you just being in it. Mm-hmm. Like, you being with Jay or with Alex just in just a shitty situation. Like, thinking about the last episode that we did of them in that fucking basement, I'm just like, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. I it, It's a much more visceral, <laughs> immediate kind of horror that, like, does not... You, 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 you hear people use those words to describe horror movies, and you're thinking, like, uh, jump scares, weird tense music and stuff, but that's not what this is Mm -hmm. it's 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 one of the strengths of the found footage style where you're just in it Mm -hmm. with the character and like my some of those entries just like yeah just got to me my personal got to me entry of of i don't want to be here we will come to but it will not be for a long time it is not in season one it is in season three (laughs) we will get to that i just want to say Small spaces, mm-hmm. and the operator. Oh, I kn- I know which one you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> we'll get to that. But yeah, I, I think what I was going to say. I think I was going to bring Lost into our Marble Hornets podcast. Good. Um, <laughs> I was just going to mention that uh, the timing of of this season ending, I believe, was like right before the ending of Lost, and so it's. <laughs> I guess it's kind of interesting to talk about like. Satisfying endings? Yeah, satisfying endings because many people uh, were um, famously unsatisfied with the ending of Lost, which I personally do not, you know, agree with, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the ending. But but yeah, that's, that's definitely something that I was thinking about and something that I was 
I had to get the timeline right in my head because I was wondering if that if that series ending and being a disappointment for many people had anything to do <laughs> with this why changing. they changed the ending. Yeah, but that was not the case because it had not ended yet mm-hmm. by the time that the season was already over. But yeah, that's that's a fun thing to think about. Do you have anything about season one as a whole that you want to talk about? I hope so, because we've got like 30 minutes left. (laughs) I mean, we don't have to go straight to an hour and 30 every time. It's just worked out that way. That's true. I figured this would be kind of a shorter one. Yeah. So let's see. What did we want to talk about. Like, I've got some things that I want to talk about. Well, you I'm start not, talking and I'm sure I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure how much back and forth discussion there is. There's just, like, things that... Like, questions that I want to raise for, like, our listeners to keep in mind as, like, they continue watching the series. Our imaginary listeners. <laughs> We've got listeners, baby. <laughs> We've got at least one listener. That's not so, me. So... One thing that I want to sort of raise the question of is, is like, what is the function of cameras and recording Mm -hmm. in this world and in this space? Because they do something. Yes. And it is sort of unclear exactly what they do, but they have a relationship to the operator. Yes. um, And to memory. Yes. I, so, that's something that is very evident in this last entry. Um, Amy finding the camera and pointing it at Alex and recording seems to do something. Yes. Like, she hasn't seen the operator before, clearly. She, like, our understanding of, like, things going bad for people in this world have just been those people who were involved with the production of the student film Marble Hornets. Which... Amy had nothing yeah. to do with that, but as soon as she turns the camera on, it breaks bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, we we don't know necessarily what what's going on with the people who are involved in this, in the student film, and... We, we know it ain't good. Yeah, we, we, we know it's I'm not I'm still great. wondering what the fuck happened to Brian. Yeah. Why does the house look like that? What happened to Seth? Um, well, I, don't, I don't think Seth was with us anymore. <laughs> what happened to Seth's dog? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't want to think about that. Alex also had a dog. Was Rocky once. was a good dog. Rocky was a good dog. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we, we, we see bad things happen with the people that were involved in this in the footage in 2006. Mm-hmm. And we see bad things happen with Jay in the modern day footage. Bad things could be happening off screen to other people, to the same people. We wouldn't know about it because we don't have footage of it. But the fact that it's been almost four years since the production of Marble Hornets, when Amy picks up the camera and starts recording, and that immediately the operator appears in their house 
that doesn't really seem like a coincidence. Like such a, it feels like such a violation, too, that yeah. like when it appears for the first time in who knows yeah. how long, it's in the house. There's not, like, we, uh, presumably, the, the first mention that we have, timeline-wise, I think, of the operator, with, with, of Alex seeing the operator, is when he was walking his dog and he saw some guy in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And when he goes back out there, he can't find it again. But here, the first time that the operator appears to Amy, to like in this time period, with these people who have not been involved with any of the things that's going on with Jay, like it's just there. It just shows up right the fuck in front of her. And it's just awful. <laughs> like it's just like feet away. It's right there. So it's very aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Amy says there was a tape already in it, but when I tried to watch it, it was messed up or something. I don't know. So the question I want to bring up here is: Is it something with the camera, or is it something with footage that That's is doing this? Question. This is this is the relationship that I I really want to try to suss out. Um, is it Amy watching the tape, or is it finding the camera? What is the significance of filming, of having a camera trained on something versus recording it and having it in like a, in not even a concrete form because Jay does this on a digital camera, mm-hmm. but but having some sort of record, like is to me there feels like a distinction there, and I I don't quite know how to express this, um, and I. I it is such a, a like a hard thing for me to explain but just like sometimes i feel like people would be safe if they just had a camera and weren't necessarily recording mm-hmm. um and then <laughs> also i feel like people would be safe if there weren't recordings of things that they could look through yeah <laughs> like the there is something like I cannot even find the words for what I'm trying to say. There is something significant, like in a in a metaphorical, symbolic way, about a camera trained on something that I don't think is the same as like recording. Yeah, it. I think I know what you're trying to say. But yeah, so like another thing. kind of going hand in hand is it is it the camera or is it the tapes do we think that these things happening to jay in the present are because um you know he unearthed these tapes Mm -hmm. and him watching them is inviting all of these things to him or is it because he was initially part of all this shit that went bad in 2006 Mm -hmm has put it behind him but now he's brought it back much in the way that like alex has uh in that tape that we see because that seems like it seems like alex has put stuff away but as soon as it comes back it all comes back yeah 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 that's an excellent question we'll get more into that in the bonus episode Mm -hmm. but Um, i i also wanted to say uh I wonder if there's more footage on that tape originally. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. Well, 
I mean, obviously, yes, but like, do you think, like, the, the clips that are on that tape are very short and unconnected. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's not like continuous, continuous footage. Continuous footage, yeah. And that's very strange, first of all. That was something that I thought was odd. <laughs> yes. Um, and then also, I mean, we don't know that Amy started recording to the tape at the end of the footage that was there. That's what she I could have also recorded mean, over that I think stuff. maybe she's recording over old footage. Ooh. Ooh, recording over old footage. Oh, is that a violation in the fabric of this universe? Is no, I'm saying like the the thing that you were just saying yeah. about yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is uh. is recording over the footage, bringing things from the footage that is being recorded over into the footage that is now oh. being recorded. Do you see what I mean? Uh, not not like I, I, not in I a literal what, way. I get what you mean. Probably not in in such a one to one literal yeah. way. No, not like that. But I mean, like in kind of a metaphorical yeah, sense. Yeah, in sort of a in sort of a resonance. The 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 new being written over the old mm-hmm. and those overlapping with each other. I think that's like an ongoing theme in Marble Hornets, as the present is constantly being folded into the past and the mm-hmm. overlap with each other. There is so much like what really struck me about this season is that there is so much about the journey that Jay is going through that echoes Alex's own. Um, and like again, not in a literal one-to-one way but in, in sort of a, in a resonant rhyming way mm-hmm. where Alex you know, because originally both of these stories start with what they presume to be stalking. Mm-hmm. Like Alex is stalked by a figure in a business suit, or at least that's what he thinks at first. Jay is stalked by the masked man. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> they both start affecting their personalities. You know, Jay does not run into the operator until relatively late in this series but he's already being affected in similar ways that alex was Mm -hmm. which makes me this is just kind of a sidebar but that kind of makes me wonder like is the operator you know like actually changing alex's personality or is it just the stress Mm -hmm. and the paranoia of knowing that something is following you that is affecting Alex and Jay in the same way. Yeah, see, that seems... That's when... In Entry 9, that seems to be the assumption that Jay is making. Right. Is that, that this this person or this thing following Alex it's is stressing him. It's just been relentless him. to the point where now it's affecting his personality. Yeah, but then as like, we... This is, this is a thing... Like, you know, the series is over and people, you know, people have seen it, people have their own interpretations, but a lot of the possibility space has been flattened because they're sort of like agreed on interpretations of of what's going on. And and this is one of those is is that the the operator affects your personality in this way when when it stalks you. There is something that is going on in your brain. But, but I mean... <laughs> like and I know that actually happens, but there's also another interpretation of this where at first it could just be 
the stress of this. And this is a thing that I, I want to keep in mind as we continue into the other seasons, trying to like resist like very common fan interpretations of mm-hmm. things and try to look at things with fresh eyes. Um, and this is just the thing that I thought about a yeah. lot while watching this season is is I Jay mean, and Alex kind of mirror each other in this way. Yeah, and I will say like there's while that is a widely agreed upon interpretation, like that's not necessarily true. Like we, we right. I mean, we'll get into it later, but like like people have theories on like what the camera does and what filming something does or recording something does. and what being near the operator does to, to a you. person and you know some of these i think are reasonable assumptions and connections that you can make just by you know watching the series but you know at certain points you have to make jumps because the information is not there and I feel like, you know, once a, 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 you know, a satisfactory answer has been reached within a fandom and enough people get onto it, that people, it's not even people like taking it for granted or assuming that, oh, this is exactly right. It just becomes, you know, the agreed upon interpretation. Yeah, that's actually kind of one of my, like, grinds my gears occasionally is especially about this series yeah especially about the series is just that not not it's not a a a widespread thing but you know whenever whenever new fans are getting into it there's there's a lot of like information that is presented as fact as concrete as as concrete yeah yeah as fact that is not necessarily that like that that you know whenever someone is trying to like you know determine what exactly is going on in the series and they're trying to come up with their with with what feels right to them yeah, but if they can just see other people talking about yeah, it and, and see think, everyone saying the same thing mm-hmm. i like, think largely it's not even going to be like oh this must be right it's just going to be the thing that's in your head and kind of blocking you from right. coming to your own interpretation and that's largely just because the series is over like oh, yeah. there's not people like on forums and on blogs and reddits all like theorizing about things that will happen or have happened as much anyway because nothing nothing else is we, we we've got the whole story there's only so many like holes you can poke in it i guess mm-hmm. and so it's it's a lot harder to kind of come up with not even come up with your own interpretation but kind of you know collaborate i guess with like the exchange of ideas is not mm-hmm. so much the there. meaning making that you make that you that you participate in as an audience member with yeah. other audience members yeah. it feels like all of that is kind of settled and there is like a a concrete meaning that we have here that like is very hard to do on your own and with new people when that you know already exists yeah exactly like i you know i want to but yeah, I, I, I encourage anyone who hasn't, like, looked into it, much theory, theorizing about the series to, I mean, I guess it's hard to find now, like, the unfiction forums don't exist anymore, so mm-hmm. not that 
that was really a great place to go for Yeah, I will say for, like, any new watchers of Marvel Hornets, the advice I would give is watch the series, ruminate on it, you know, try to come up with what you think happened. Not even, like, plot stuff, but but just, like, your own your own meaning and then uh i guess like and I, then look into it with other people except for us like you can you can trust our interpretations <laughs> of events obviously I guess, I guess it's it's sort of i feel like it's sort of like i don't want to liken it to playing a game with a strategy guide because that's not i don't want it to that's not the wrong way to play a video game and there's no wrong way to enjoy marble hornets and like, also the strategy guide has real answers to something whereas that's true. like often the fandom does not <laughs> yes exactly i i just i want it to be if I, you if you want to go into marble hornets with a structure i think this podcast is a good way to structure. <laughs> no like for real i think I think the podcast that we're doing, as well as being, like, a document about how we feel about the series, is also, like, a good way for new viewers to kind of be prodded in certain directions, but not be told explicitly what things mean. Um, because a lot of a lot of our discussion is is you know asking questions about what's going on rather than saying what we think exactly is happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I it's yeah, yeah. I go like going following the series as it was going and watching it as a whole. I, I guess it to bring it back to Lost again. Um, I mean, it's the experience is very different obviously i mean mm-hmm. um but yeah a lot of the the fanon i guess if you want to use that word about marble hornets that has come into like common popular usage popular usage yeah it, it i mean all of that was based on information that we had at a certain time <laughs> mm-hmm. that you know, changed over time. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's just that, like, these things don't really change over time anymore. These interpretations don't really change anymore because sure. there's nothing to change it. There's no new information yeah. that allows you to, like, provides an opportunity for you to reassess, like, your own assumptions about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Basically um, just... Now that it's done, it feels concrete. Yeah, basically but just... But Hornets is not a very concrete series, and I would, I would urge anyone watching for the first time to like hesitate before yeah. <laughs> before thinking that it's concrete yeah basically and, just like i don't want i don't i i worry imaginary listener who hasn't watched marble hornets uh i don't want new people coming to the series to feel like they can't put forth ideas that contradict mm-hmm. what people usually say I guess. We watched, like, in our viewing tonight, right before we recorded, we started talking about one of these entries and came to an idea that we had not heard anyone throw around on the internet before that we think is, like, probably right, or (laughs) if not right, certainly a compelling idea um, that... But again, you know, there is no right. So yeah, there's the not thing. really a right. There's no answer to the thing that that we sort of like sussed out. But we 
us two find it, we two, uh, <laughs> find it compelling in a way that, you know, we, a lot of, you know, sort of the concrete fan interpretations, like, have not felt for us. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I also encourage, like, not necessarily um, taking you know, word of God, like the trope, oh, TV yeah. tropes, like what, what, what the creators of something say is typically accepted as like canon in most cases. I mean, you and I come from two very different schools of thought about this. Well, I... Because you come from the trope word of God and I come from death of the author. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like, <laughs> that's what, I, what I'm saying is like, pick and choose what you want to be canon. I mean... Fucking... Yeah, at the end of the day, what Troy, Joseph, and Tim say mm-hmm. about this series is their interpretation of what they put on the YouTube channel. Just because just cause they made it doesn't mean that their headcanons aren't headcanons still, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't want that to sound insulting. Like, we keep saying that Jay is a trust fund baby. <laughs> That's because, not canon. <laughs> yeah, that is something that the creators have said to explain why he seemingly does not want for money. I know that you do not like that headcanon, and to me... Oh, it's not that I don't like it. I just... <laughs> it, it, it was kind of a joke. Like, it... it no, it, I know. It, it's it's still kind of... To me, it's a... Like, to me, it's stupid, but it's also a suitable explanation oh, no, for I actually, how Jay operates. I actually like that, like, as a as a uh, an explanation. I actually, like, you know... Anyway, read some Marble Hornets fanfiction. Yeah. That's where I'm really going with this, is that you should. I Read your Marble Hornets fanfiction. No, fan I was actually just going to say, like, I would promote my own Marble Hornets fanfiction if I had, like, anything from within the past two <laughs> fucking years to promote. It's all been lost from here. Ooh. We have been rambling for a while. Do we want to take this to the close? Take it to the bridge. Yeah. Um, Unless you have anything else you want to say. I feel like I explained all of, not explained even, but I feel like I rambled about all of that very poorly and did not actually get to what I was trying to say. But I hope that the sentiment is at least understandable. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, it's, We want you to come to this and this series, take something out of it. And this, I want that to be yours and not somebody else's. Yeah, one of the, one of the, the greatest strengths of the series, I think, is that a lot of things are left open to interpretation. Like, coming up with the answers yourself or or just reading around what other people think and, like, accepting some of the ideas that you find or all of the ideas that you find. You could, you could, you can, like, you can, you can accept the common, like, popular thing and there's nothing wrong with that either. I just, I don't know. I just, I... Coming from... The, I mean, and I was not around for a lot of the theorizing of Marble Hornets. Like, mm-hmm. I only got into the series within the the last year that it was actually being uploaded. So, I only have a year's worth of yelling about theories and stuff. And I don't know. I I guess I just I'm I'm kind of sad that no, like no one coming to the series for the first time can have that experience. You know. Yeah. Like, because I feel like that's that's one of the very fun parts of the series, like, is kind of interacting with it in that way. But mm-hmm. all that to say... Do your own meaning making. Yeah, that. 
Are we good? I think so. I, f- I feel like I still did not <laughs> even get co- close to what I was trying to say, but, you know. I, I, I like this series. Mm. I like... It's, it's pretty important to both of us. Yeah. I mean, it's the reason that we met. Yes. Which is wild to <laughs> think about. We met at a, at, a, at a con going to a Marble Hornets panel. <laughs> well, technically, we didn't even meet there. I saw you there. <laughs> you saw me there. And, yeah. And then we actually met at a con, like, three months later or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. But I think that's going to do it for this episode. I'm sorry I that I talked... rambled. <laughs> no, so I mean, we much. both rambled. <laughs> I did a lot of rambling. I'm sorry that I rambled about, I that I restated the same sentence like six times. <laughs> All right. So. Next time. Well, next time. Oh, yeah. Is going to be our bonus episode. I like that we call it a bonus. I don't really know what's bonus about it. Well, we're not talking about any entries in particular. We're not, this is not part of the rewatch process. Oh, That's what makes it bonus. This is our, this is our point five episode. <laughs> This is Oh man, should I should I call when I upload it, should I name it episode 5.5 yes. instead of bonus episode 1? Absolutely you should. This is our this is our uh, Oh, now What do they call I it? I hate that I have to do that. This now, is our this to. is our the the adventure zone zone episode. This is our talking about oh, the God. thing rather than Okay. Yeah. Now that we're talking about adventure zone, we have to end the podcast. We're not talking about it. I'm just that's just the comparison that I wanted to make. This is our, this is our, that'll be our, our, uh, what is the word that I'm looking for? Interlude. Interlude? Sure. Our, I don't know. Our, I'm trying to end the episode. It, our non-canon episode. It won't be canon to our podcast. Okay. Listen. Anyways, next time is going to be our bonus episode, and we're going to divide that up into two halves. The second half of that is going to be a spoiler-filled discussion of the events that happen in season one and how they fit into the entire series. There is a lot that I want to talk about. I've been making a list. There's a lot of stuff from this episode that we've talked about that I want to bring up because there's something fucky going on in in one of these entries. Uh, But the first half of that episode, what we really want that to be a listener Q&A. So you can send in questions to... Uh, at Great More Tapes on Twitter, or you can email them to greatmoretapes at gmail.com. And these can be questions about like literally anything. Please send us questions. We don't have any yet. <laughs> I might ask for questions on my Tumblr as well. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, I, I would love to hear from the people listening to our podcast. Just like, one, it would be nice to talk about Marble Hornets again, you know, several years after it's ended. Haven't had yeah, much that's discussion. Going in that. back to what we were just talking about. Like uh but two, we also want to know like what you guys want out of the podcast and, you know, any questions that you have for us. So please send those in again. That's uh at Great More Tapes, all one word, on Twitter or you can email them to greatmoretapes at gmail.com. Um, after that... Mm-hmm. Next time, next time. The real next time, we're starting season two. We're going to be watching entries 27 through 30. So stay tuned for that. And there's going to be a lot to talk about. I'm very excited about I, it. We are very excited to get into season two because um, this we, is where Marble Hornets begins. Yeah, we... we, we uh... 
watched the first episode. Yeah, when we, fin- we finished our viewing for, for this recording, and I was like, I gotta watch the first entry of, of season two. Uh, so we went ahead and did that. Again, that's that's entries 27 through 30, so you know where to pick up after the bonus episode. And until next time, Jay, why didn't you burn those tapes? Good night. Right.